0: This is Charlie Boy, and this is my podcast When Men Were Men. We're going to go back a ways to about 1967. <clears throat> I was involved in horses at the time, right now. My uncle had owned a riding academy in Prospect Park when I was little, and from there, he owned another riding academy in Cleveland Street, New York, and it was a shit area. So I used to get down there, me and my cousin, everybody used to get down there, the whole neighborhood practiced down there, go out riding. He had about, uh, I don't know, 25, 30 horses, mostly hack horses, maybe one or two boarders. We all used to get down there and go riding. It was an awesome time. I mean, I got involved with horses, and after a while, I kept pushing all the rides. It was like I was obsessed. I used to get down there and push rides and whatever may have you. Then I got a little old. I don't know what happened exactly what happened. A good friend of mine, one of the five guys we used to hang out with, his family bought a riding academy in Bergen Beach least 66, it used to be Eddie Martins. We used to go riding there earlier with uh, my buddies. There was another thing. We used to have a riding club called the Outlaw Riding Club. And <coughs> This is where we used to go riding, down to Eddie Martins. We left, uh, my pops used to call my uncle's stable down there. And we used to go riding with the guys from the avenue down to Eddie Martins. And we had the Outlaw Riding Club. Well, that's, just, that's the riding academy that my... Uh, friend Richie's old man bought Mo. So they didn't know if the horse from a fucking hole in the ground and they asked me to come down. So I went out down there and me and Richie was a good friend. We should get down there, hang out, start messing with the horses, riding the horses. It was borders and that's another life. This is a whole another venture. The whole this has totally opened up another world. <coughs> I meet this guy down there same guy my age, his name was Eddie, I called him Long and Lean, had a bunch of nicknames for him, but these were the good ones, Long and Lean, we became pretty damn good friends, and we were riding down there, his sister came riding down there, and his younger brother came riding down there, Linda and Philip, and then there was a whole bunch of people came riding down there, Chuckie Spiner, and all guys, some guys in the neighborhood, and it was like totally nuts we start hanging out down there and riding every freaking day taking the bus there until i got my license and drive down there (coughs) first time i showed horses down there was uh when the hell was it yeah we went to first we went to going to uh long island richie had a horse called the brown Bomber. we call him the brown bomber a little little uh, sorrow horse Because he cow kick you, the son of a bitch He tried to get on him sideways, and he he tried to cow kick you But once you get up on him, he had a good handle on him And a good stop, it was a really nice horse So, they were going to the Long Island show And this didn't want me to take the horse I said, yeah, I'll go So we got to the show And what do I know, it's the first time I ever showed a horse (coughs) I had no boots, I mean I had boots I had no no hat, I had no shirt and I took a shirt off a guy's back. He took a shirt off his back, gave me a shirt, tell me that gave me their hat. I went in the ring with this uh horse and I took second in working cow horse. I didn't even know it. I didn't even took second. I had to come and get me to give me the rib and tell me I took second. That was nuts. So then we came back down and came back to back to the riding academy, most Moe's place. <coughs> and he buys <coughs> and he bought is Palomino Gelding called Dancer. Big Palomino Gelding. Really nice horse. I think one of the guys, the guy he bought him off was in trouble for money, so he just, uh, he kept him out a the barn down and, he, and he just bought him. Nice horse. Joey couldn't ride. Richie couldn't ride. I was the only guy I could ride down there out of, the, out of that crew. They, they thought they could ride, but they couldn't ride. So I started showing this horse, Dancer, in... Jim Conner events, meaning he timed events, pole bending, keyhole, barrels, and I blew everybody's doors off on the island. The horse was good. He had his automatic pilot. The horse is fantastic. It was absolutely <coughs> incredible <clears> to <throat> do stuff like this. turns out, <coughs> long and lean. <laughs> <coughs> it turns out to be one of my best buddies in life. is old man, I should saw the a bus company. Which we didn't know about, it had no bearing on the case in the beginning, but then it did. Father took a liking to me. His mom's a sweetheart too. They started riding, Eddie Boy and uh, it and his younger brother Philip, who's like nine years old now. Now he's uh, the next nether story is showing the winner now. He just they come down and uh started riding, give Philip stuff lessons and this led like to that, and Eddie buys a horse one horse and buys another horse and before you know it tells me, Come on, I want you to come up and with me. I want you to, you know, come up to the farm. What fucking farm? Farm, what am I talking about, farm? So I go up with him, me and uh, Eddie's father. And we go up there, and the fucking place is, I think, just 400 acres upstate in the middle of no place. I'm from the city, I say, I mean, totally blew me away. Blew me away, big, beautiful place. been stood there We over the, over the next couple of days, dug holes, put a corral fence up. Then we come back down to the city. I was amazed. Like then, I, then I was I was addicted. I was like hooked to you know the country, and then it was like totally a crazy place. It was, it was a beautiful, an older house. It was amazing, though. Then I became long, fast friends with Long and Lean, Eddie Boy, as most of everybody called him. Eddie, Eddie Boy, Long and Lean, Moish. I called him a million freaking different names. He was a tall, I was, I'm six too. The guy was, I think he was six four. I don't know if he was any bigger. And he and told him longer than lean because she, when he took off his shirt to go swimming, it looked like a piece of bacon. He was like all. You see his ribs hanging out. So we used to call him longer than lean. i me mean, call him that. That's another story. <coughs> we were hanging out, going back and forth and upstate every weekend. And we go to shows. we take off and we drive the trailer there and go to horse shows. Now we're showing for. Eddie and his his father and, and we're going to show shows Orange County Fair. We're going to Jersey. We're going to Connecticut. We're going all over the place now. Showing horses. It was incredible. As a matter of fact, showing horses and doing that kept me out of trouble that I've gotten into in the neighborhood. They don't realize like night and day, total different life. <laughs> but that was it. It was riding horses became part of me, I became obsessed, I came pretty damn good too, I still I still ride to this day, <clears throat> my buddy Eddie, <clears throat> God rest his soul, took him before his time, he smoked like a fucking chimney, remember in, the, I think it was 70, 1970, yeah, when the 914 Porsche just came out matter of fact, everybody at the time had a Porsche. In 1970, I had a 1966 911. My cousin Frank had a 911, green, handsome. Uh, Eddie Boy just bought a 914 the first year he came out of here, four-cylinder, silver-gray, black interior, awesome car. And now he says, we're going upstate, me and him. (coughs) He used to go up almost every weekend, (coughs) and he could drive, he could drive anything. I mean anything. This fucking guy was a whiz. So we would be going upstate. I don't know what on the way up. I don't think if we were on the on 17 yet, we were on... I don't know. We were doing about 45, 50 miles an hour. He okay, brake test. I said, what do you mean? Hold on. He hit the fucking brakes. And everything in the car hit the windshield. Cigarette packs, lighters. But the car just like slowed. It was incredible. He would do scary shit like that. But he could drive, man. The guy was fucking... Insane, Berserk the way he used to be able to drive. You used to do wheelies with the, the tractor upstate. Like, matter of fact, I got pictures of them someplace, doing wheelies with the fucking thing. So when we first got upstairs, not to jump back and forth, they had a wheelies Jeep on property. And they used to use that to go around four-wheel drive. It was a nice little Jeep, you know, like an army Jeep. So I used to break his boat, come on, teach me how to drive, come on, you fuck, teach me how to drive, He's, and finally said, you want to learn how to drive, I said, yes, yeah. okay, I'm going to teach you how to drive, he said, okay, come on, so he went down, to the, down the road to the, there's a little uh, lake down there, <clears throat> hook a the right-hand turn, up to the top fields, you go to the top, now yeah, like this, play, uh, probably like 14, 15 hay fields, and some were pretty steep, he goes back up to the top of the hay field, turns around, puts the car in neutral, looks at me, says, you want to drive? I said, yeah. He said, okay. He jumps out. Fucking guy jumps out. The car starts rolling down the hayfield in the middle of the field. I'm zipping down the hayfield. I'm climbing over the goddamn seat, go with the thing, rumbling around, getting the seat, getting my, my foot on the brake and the clutch, grinding the gears again and again. I'm going, and I'm going up, now starting to drive up there. This son of a bitch is up there lying on the floor laughing like a son of a gun. That's his sense of humor. And that's where I learned how to drive. I said, I learned how to drive, staying in the shift. It was nuts. I swear to God. There's a lot of crazy things up there. We were <clears throat> hang up by the house just to get boring. So him, he could, he used to take this little wooly Sheep. Said, come on, we'll go for a ride. He said, Dad, we're going to go for a ride, uh, me and Charlie. He said, okay, right back. Stay on the property. Fine. We used to come down by the house and just start going down the road. As soon as you're out of sight, it was like the switch turned on. He said, that like a freaking lunatic trick through the woods. We're going down the logging road once, you slide off the road, and now we're in between two pine trees. We're like four inches in between the front and in between the back. And we're hitting the trees back and forth and back and forth for like fucking 20 minutes before I got out of there. It was berserk. Crazy stuff like that. Me, Eddie, <clears throat> and my buddy Mayo, who moves in Carolina now, we're going to the Orange County Fair we're cruising down, I forget what we were pulling it with, we were pulling the four horse trailer, I don't know what we were pulling it with, obviously we had the horses loaded wrong, we figured out as we got there, coming down the hill in Middletown, the trailer started swaying from one lane to another lane, to two lanes, to three lanes, and we're going down the hill and I said, we're going to die, my friend Mayo put his hand on the roof, he says, oh my god, we're going to die, and he said, you don't look at anything, he just fucking stepped on the gas and nailed, pulled it, nail went fast and pulled us right out of it. Everybody was quiet until we got off the exit and and, and like it was like you saw decked right in front of you. But he handled it. He was incredible this guy. The moisture hang out. <clears> then <throat> we used to go to Florida every year, all the guys. And then uh you no, know, he at the first year he, he got the car but he was going to Florida on on break and then he drove down to Florida with his nine fourteen by himself. Got down to Florida. <clears> hey <throat> Ed, how long it take to get down there? He said, eh, it's a four-pack ride. You smoke like a fiend. Time he smoked four packs of cigarettes he was in the downfall, of Miami. Too much, my man, Marsh. Too much. Too young, missed too long. He missed yeah, we missed him. <laughs> Couldn't play ball. He wasn't much of anything, but he could fix anything. The first weekend that I had the Porsche. To Jersey, to see you. now is my wife, <clears throat> a girl. We were in Florida, and there was another girl that he liked, Diane. And <clears throat> we were going to Jersey. So we're zipping down the west side highway, zipping around, driving like a lunatic. Get off the west side highway because something's wrong. you got no fucking clutch. We pulled down there, we were dead. I had no clutch, I had no clutch pedal, no nothing. He says, Get underneath the pedal. He goes under the, under the car, looks around, comes back up, a little plastic thing. It was like a, a dollar and a half piece that we had no clutch. He said, wait a minute, I'll take care of it. Scroomed around, found this piece of wire, did that. Before you know it, five minutes later, we're dripping down the road, he fixed the, fixed the piece, wired it up until we could buy another one. That's how he was phenomenal. Another time, we're up at the farm, and he had an old Volkswagen chassis it used to be a dune buggy or whatever the fuck it was. There was something up there. So we were going to town to get something i'll probably just go smoke a joint or some stupid shit. and there's a couple stuck on the old road there with a the volkswagen they stopped dead they're dead dead they ain't going to any place and then he looked we find there was a fuel pump or something there' needed a pot He stepped right back he drove up to the farm took the piece off put it back down put the pump on for the people and it was just that they were amazed that he would do something like this he said, "What do want? didn't want the money." He says, they, "I'm not giving him. a, I think it was a tape, a, a, an eight-track tape or something. They gave him because they had no fucking money anyway. They were fucking hippies. But that's all right. That's the kind of stuff he would do. This guy. He was, a, you know, just a good-hearted person. Oh shit, man. And that's it, guys. I think I'll take five. I'll talk to you tomorrow."